God put us on this earth and created us slightly differently. Just embrace that, enjoy it, and uh, live and let live, for goodness sake. I love it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. So we have two podcasts this week. This is the second one of the week, and I am so excited for this episode to finally air. I have been waiting for so long for this one to go out. I guess I probably recorded it with Mike like a few months ago. Um, I'm going to like say like maybe two months ago. I've been in a fucking time warp since January. So who knows when I recorded this, but I'm going to say around Feb, maybe really early March. Anyway, if you watched um, Married at First Sight, you uh, from back in 2019, it was season six of Married at First Sight in Australia. You might have remembered good old Mike, very Aussie bloke, Mike Gunner. And I'm so excited for him to be on the podcast today. I just loved, of course, I loved this. I loved in episode 41 where Mike said, um, it was one of those, like, you know, those, like, um, you know, like the end of the podcast, some of the episodes, they would all be in that room together and the couples would come up and have like quote unquote couples counseling, honestly, which was just the biggest load of shit. Those couple counseling sessions. I was like, we all need some fucking trauma release in this. Like, man, the trauma that was being shown out of these people, um, in the series was astonishing to say the least. And, it honestly made my blood boil when like the counselors would, you know, just some of the things they would say. I'm like, that doesn't help anybody. Like we need some fucking somatic release in here, people. Like there is trauma coming out of the woodworks. Anyway, whatever. So in episode 41, Mike said that women cannot cope under as much pressure as men can. And as you guys would know, as my listeners, this is correct. This is biology. There's nothing wrong with that. We can celebrate that. Men and women are different. We have different strengths to men. Men have different strengths to us. Let's just like put the rest to bed and stop being victims. Anyway, of course, and I'm used to it, Mike received a lot of backlash for this statement because of obviously how politically incorrect was, incorrect it was, and that, you know, quote unquote, he's a misogynist, which we all know that's not what this is. Um, anyway, so I am really excited to have Mike on the podcast to jam with me about the topics that you guys know I love diving into, you know, the topic of gender roles and feminism letting men lead chivalry, masculine, feminine, all those things. Um, and I really encourage you guys, like obviously trigger warning, and I really encourage you guys to listen with open ears, especially if you're a new listener that has come in from Mike's audience, please listen to the episode with open ears and an open mind. Remain curious. Remember that you don't need to take everything we say as the Bible. Be discerning. Allow yourself to have your own beliefs, opinions, whatever, and just take what we're saying as added information to help you form a belief that you feel really, really solid in. Um, and everything that we're talking about, you guys have heard in different ways on my podcast before, but I just love having Mike on here and having a man talk about this stuff so openly and honestly, because he is one of millions of men that wish they could say this stuff out loud, but are really afraid in doing so. And I'm really glad to have Mike on because he is just like me, very unapologetic about talking about this stuff. And I'm honestly honored that he was able to give us an hour of his 
time and really, really grateful for it. So on the episode, we're diving into obviously the varied response on Mike's opinion on the show from different cultures. Um, it was really interesting. I, I did ask him this question. I get asked this question a lot of how cultures, like do I notice that men from different countries and cultures um, show up differently with dating and relationships? And the answer is absolutely. So that was really interesting to dive into um, the double standards of communication between men and women, how true feminine, like what true feminism is and how radical feminism is changing how men approach women. And then of course, women complain about men, but I'm like, "Mm, hello, can you see what's happening here? Um, And then obviously how Mike deals with emasculation. So you guys are going to love this episode. I'm so excited. And a quick reminder as well, if you haven't seen this on my Instagram stories, I am opening up a new offering that I am so excited for. It is going to be absolutely amazing. I'm having live modules run from Paris and also from somewhere in Italy. I don't know yet because my man is surprising me with where we're going in Italy. So I'm not actually sure where it's going to be in Italy, but it's going to be in either Rome or somewhere on the coast. That's all I know. But all he said to me is Saturday, 5 p.m. You absolutely can do this call. So that's what we're going with. Um, And it is really going to allow you to be in the energy if I get to have it all. A lot of women have the wound of I can't have career success, money, my dream life, and a masculine man. Like something's got to give. I don't get to have both. And a lot of women, you guys listening, really struggle to receive. And if you understand manifestation and if you understand men and being in a relationship with them, the common thing between both of them is being able to receive. So as you guys know, I like to get deep fucking results and get to the root. So I'm going to ensure that you guys are receiving from every angle of your life. So I am coupling together a bunch of things about men and a bunch of things about manifestation, wealth, frequency, and money to give you the men and money bundle. So keep a lookout for the details um, on that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about it at the end of the podcast if you are interested. And there's going to be lots coming up on my um, podcast as well at Monarchy Yates Health if you want to follow along and just make sure that you are on the email list so that you get all of the information before everybody else. And also you will get the early bird price too. So just look at my Instagram stories because I'll be posting that over the next couple of days sporadically as well before it opens on Monday and um, it is not to be missed out on like who wants to miss out on a wealth frequency call and wealth healing call from Paris not me without further ado let's jump into the podcast so hello everybody welcome back to the podcast I have Mike Gunner here and he was um, one of the men in Married at First Sight, which was done in 2019 or it came out in 2019. And on episode of 41, he said that women can't cope under as much pressure as men can. And obviously, you know, all know me. I was like, oh my God, I love this man for, for saying that. But obviously he got some pretty bad backlash. Um, and as you guys know, I'm very fond of kind of helping us dismantle this political correctness around um, men and women and just understanding ourselves as um, biological beings and not trying to shove us into something that fits um, a political agenda. So I thought I'd have Mike on to chat about this. And obviously he um, kind of is on the same page as me about everything. So welcome, Mike. Thanks for having me. It's good to meet you. Yeah, of course. So do you want to kind of introduce yourself to everybody and just let people know what uh, Married at First Sight was? And why don't you paint the picture of like this comment and like the truth behind it? Okay. Well, I uh, I was, as you mentioned, on season six of Married at First Sight, uh, which shot in 2018, was aired in 2019. And uh, 
yeah, it was it was quite a unique experience. Obviously, you can imagine, and uh, it was shown all over the world. And also, you know, you mentioned earlier that it was received differently within various mm. different cultures. Uh, some people took it uh, <laughs> in their in their stride, and others, you know, found it upon themselves to uh, want to troll us all. Actually, all the cast. So. Uh, yeah, it was received differently in different cultures, and 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 I find I found that quite fascinating actually. But that comment that you mentioned, yeah, look, I mean, I, and I did apologise about it later, but you've got to learn to read a room, don't you? You know, uh, there's no point um, antagonising the masses when you can just say a few gentle words and sort of undo all that. Uh, I didn't realise that having an, an opinion on gender politics issues could be so polarizing and uh but it is right i mean look you know you got to remember that i I don't hate women i at all i mean in fact Mm. i was raised by women you you love them sure (laughs) absolutely and and so you know you got to remember that and 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 i don't think that people imagine that i didn't uh i I think they a, a lot of the time people look for reasons just to kind of destroy one another and 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 i suppose i gave them something like a reason to do that but that was a shame because I made an observation that uh, to me made sense in the moment. I mean, literally at the time I said it, I was I was under fire from uh, maybe a half a dozen women in general, and uh, and I, I suppose I I just lashed out a bit. I was uh, I was frustrated and and I was offended, uh, and mm. and I said what I said because that's what I saw unfolding then and there in front of me, and and you know. How dare I uh, make that that clear and, and concise observation? Because, well, that you know, that's no place for a man to have an opinion on on what what women are like. I, I think as well, you know, I should expand a little bit on the explanation. Um, you know, and and I did say I said, look, you know, groups of women don't handle pressure as well as groups of men handle pressure. That that's verbatim what I said. Now, what I really should have said, and 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 and. Because that that was pretty sweeping and, and generalizing. Uh, it, it was a pretty general statement, and, and one that I, I wished I had made in a different way. I wished I'd said, "Look, in general, within a group of women, there's more uh, judgment, there's more uh, competition, there's more comparison, there's more insecurity between between women. Whereas men tend not to have that. We we don't compare ourselves as harshly mm. to to other men. Uh, we don't." have competition about who's the most handsome and, and who's the most uh, likeable or whatever it might be. That seems to be a thing with women, though. I mean, and and many, many women have come forward and said, oh, yeah, absolutely, that's what But it do. is true. Like, I've done episodes on it before of, like, biologically, when you look at caveman days and our brains are still the same, right, because we need security in, like, and we get security in community, we feel threatened by women and therefore we will try and weed out competition. Like it's what you said is actually factually correct, but often what's factually correct, people don't want to hear. And it's very politically like incorrect, even just to say women have more insecurities than men. I guarantee like you'd be ripped a new one. Even if you said that, I feel like no matter what you would have said, there would have been plenty of women that would have taken it as an attack on women instead of allowing themselves to just be like, oh, yeah, that's a fact, moving on, the end. Yeah, yeah. 
you, I, I, let me just explain something to you for a minute. You know, in that series, there was, there was one particular guy who, look, there was a cheating scandal. Right. He was silly. He was silly to get involved. In fact, I'd warned him against it. I said, look, there's going to be no winners in this. You're going to come off looking like a villain. You're going to look silly. Don't go there. And, hey, lo and behold, he did mm. against my better judgment. But this is a 27-year-old man. I'm a 47-year-old man. So old head, young shoulders, never going to happen. So he's gone and, and done it anyway. Now, he was a really nice guy, a really easygoing, friendly, likeable guy. The two women that he sort of uh, had become you know, intertwined with, mm. uh, to my mind, they were not anywhere near as likeable as him. Mm. Um, in fact, uh, the first thing that one of them had said to me was that it was a rude comment about how I asked her, you know, I used the term sweetheart and mm. she chastised me for that in a group setting. So she had no problem uh, detracting from my character and the other one was just the same, you know, Pretty, pretty vile, actually, with some of the things that she's said since as well. Um, so these were people that were my f- favourites, and yet they were were sat criticising him, um, and and with in, in his absence, mind you, and and so I stuck up for him, and, and I've got these two girls coming at me just in the most hurtful fashion, and and remember that you know. There's a double standard, a recurring double standard right. a lot of the time where women can speak to men a certain way, but you do not speak to a woman that I way. I always now. draw on that. It's like right. it's it's the double standards are so bad and it's like, well, people will allow a double double standard if it suits them, but if it doesn't suit sure. them, then, then they have a reason to, like, chop someone's balls off. That's right. And, <laughs> and this is, you know, you mentioned third wave femini- uh, feminism. Yeah. Look, the, the first wave feminism... On the face of it, oh, I'm all for it. Look, Duh. Like, you'd be weird not to be. Like, true feminism is just equality, like e- equal standards, equal pay. Like, duh, everyone's for that. Absolutely. Look, and 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 to to take it further again, I mean, just just a man's approach toward a woman, you know, using courtesy and being a gentleman, you know, pulling the chair out. Um, I'm not going to lay my you know, jacket over a puddle for you, that would be ridiculous. But I, I will be mindful of, of that you're a little gentler than me and and, and I'm going to want to take care of you mm-hmm. because that's what men should do, right? And and I've long said this, uh, you know, it, it, it's a lost art. To be, it well, is. Maybe it's not lost, but, but young guys seem... It should come instinctively. And the thing it? is, though, it does come instinctively to you guys. Like you guys are biologically wild, wired to provide and protect for females, like across the board. That's why, That's right. like, it doesn't matter whether you're dating the woman that is in trouble across the road or not you would go and your instinct would be to go and protect her. But I've done so much research for my book and it's so interesting, like the change in that and that now so many men feel like they have to just double check themselves and they have to go against their biological nature because they're afraid of like their whole name, their career, everything being ruined because of an innate desire to provide and protect. And it's, it's like, what the, the the thing that drives me up the wall is that the amount of women that complain about there are no good men, where's all the chivalry gone? And at the same time, they're the women that are cutting men down. I'm like, babe, check yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, you, you sort of take with one hand, give with another. And, and it's very emasculating and men don't know where they stand. I mean, we're trying to find a middle ground here. Right. And, and you know, good. Look, there is there's plenty of, of great women. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother is probably an excellent example. Perfect. And, and you know, she, they, 
men need to know their place and women theirs. And, and that's where it, life and society will be more cohesive. But I think, you you know, what you've, you've found now is that th- th- this equality, I mean, equality would mean that the scales are set about even, but it's just going that way now. Correct. It's like, look, hey, I'm all for equality, but let's keep it equal. It's a manhunt um, now. It's not, it's, we've lost the equality now. It's just women on a fucking manhunt. Man you know, instead yeah. of there being a witch hunt, it's gone like literally we've like swung the pendulum to the other side. On the topic yeah. of emasculation, Mike, how have you experienced, whether it's in the show or just generally speaking, how have you experienced emasculation? In, in general, in the show, yeah, okay. Um, look, I, I don't, I don't let it happen. Uh, I, I, no, no, I don't. You know, love it. Good answer. Yeah. That's a fucking man. I'm sorry. That's a man. You, you, you know, I, I'm wired that way. Uh, you, you know, I, I'm, I'm a gentleman first and foremost. You know, and, and I'm courteous to to men and women. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think that, and you know, that that's just that, that's where you should start. They're your fundamentals. Um, beyond that, if somebody's going to try and be emasculating, you know, I, I'm very sensitive to it. I, I know it before, almost before it's happening. I can I can tell it's coming. Mm. And uh, and I just dig the heels in, and I won't I won't allow it. And it doesn't matter, man, woman, or child. I will say something to you, and I will put an end to it then and there, in a Love general that. fashion. Though, having said that, but see, I'm also equipped with different tools to most. You know, I I, uh, I, I have uh, I don't hesitate to to have to not. I avoid confrontation. There's a big difference between being assertive and being aggressive. But I'm certainly very assertive. Uh, but but I draw the line. You know, I, I fall Correct. short of, of being aggressive. Right? That that there's no winners in that. You know, you got to be calm and you've got to, you know, be mindful and keep your your, your wits about you during that that moment of, of conflict uh, to make your point and to make it strongly and to actually educate your opponent to look. Don't try that on again. And and this this would be the reason why because you look silly and there's no winners in this and just you know why would you go there? Like come on, change your thinking on this. And so I'm I'm fortunate in that I don't I don't let it happen. Um, but I watch men and and women for that matter, you know, emasculating one another. And the 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 person who's the the is is kind of uh, projecting that that emasculation looks just weak themselves. And when the intention was to somehow strengthen themselves, and the person on the receiving end, I mean, mm. th- th- there's they don't look like much either unless they're in a position to be able to explain themselves and to defend themselves and to, and to gently stand up for what's right. But, uh, look, there's a lot of moving parts in there, I know, but I, I think, you know, I, I, the last three years I've copped it, right, like I've copped it. So I've, I've sort of mm. mastered the art of knowing the, the, the battles to, to engage in, the ones to walk away from and ignore but the and the ones that don't mean anything to me and the ones that are important. So you know you've got to read a room and you've got to understand that it's not worth fighting every battle. Um, but there are some that that kind of pique your interest and you right. think, well, okay, it's time to take the gloves off and, and get stuck into this. I feel like there was so much emasculation and what you said about the insecurity is bang on. Like when a when a woman or a man is, is emasculating somebody else, it's them projecting their insecurity 
onto that person. Of course. Um, and I feel like there was so much of that on the TV show of just the whip, the the women emasculating the men. And like sometimes it was really hard for me to watch, like because it was just out of control. And it's like a high quality, like a high quality woman that it loves being a woman, that's proud to be a woman, wants a man that's like a high quality man and would never tear somebody down. So it's really interesting when women these days think that it it shows some kind of like confidence or it shows like power for them to rip a man down. Um, But it's like that actually has the reverse effect. And it's, I find it so, I find it very interesting when these women go around doing all this, like, oh, you're a sexist, like feminism crap. But I'm like, but if you actually understood feminism, like the true feminists and now writing books being like what the fuck's happened this was not the intention this has gone too far so I find it very interesting and people like I'm a feminist I'm like "Mm, if you actually understood feminism you would know that what's happening right now isn't feminism yeah. Yeah. Well, you look at you look at your, your Clementine Fords. I don't know if you've oh, heard of that oh, name oh. before. Oh, she has ripped me down more times than I can count. And you know what's oh. you know what's funny? Like I've done posts before of like let men be what let men be men, let women be women. And it's kind of what we're saying, right? My listeners know all about it. I've done other ones of like why I'm why I do not label myself as a feminist. Um, and then I explain like what we're talking about and like la la la, put the disclaimers in. But sh- but of course. What's so interesting to me, it's all market research, which is the most entertaining bit, is that this feminist who's all female empowerment has the need and somehow it's female empowerment to take my Instagram post and then slander me, rip me apart and like um, like twist my words to suit her narrative. And I don't care about it because to me, and then all the DMs that I get of just these angry feminists, quote unquote feminists, to me, I'm like, you realize this is proving my point. Like this proves my point of when I'm saying women are unhappy because they're trying to be someone that they're not. And then you're blowing up my DMS with death threats. I'm like, you're proving my point, bitches. (laughs) Yeah. Look, you're right. And and you you could, I I have engaged with this one, obviously, you know, I was, um, of course, can't imagine what she did to you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I mean, it was, you know, it was outrageous the things that she said and did, wow. and, and, and the the irony of, of of her words being so hurtful and and trying to explain how I'm somehow an offensive human being. It's like, come <laughs> on, what are you doing? Do you not see what you're doing here? Like, you just look so ridiculous. But I did engage. Uh, it's for, you know because you would think that you were going to get something a little more intelligent. Right. Uh, you know this. Is, this is a published author. I mean, that means nothing. Right, I mean, right. Anyone could write a Correct. book, right? But, uh, I, you know, she made a name for herself and she had a pretty decent following. I thought, right, you know what, I'll go there. And, and she put something up about me on her own, uh, on her own Instagram post. And, uh, and so I delved in there and I, I went in and, and I started chatting to sort of the, the people who had written comments. And, and, and I mean, it was immediately hostile. Right. And, uh, and, and she's kind of surfaced, you right. know, and, and, and one thing I learned very quickly with, with feminist, feminist, uh, you know, her, her minions, mm. let's say, there's no, you are not going to win that argument. Oh, no. It doesn't matter if you agree with them, you're still losing. Um, you, you, any, any opinion that doesn't align perfectly with theirs uh, is, is considered to be false and heresy. And it's, it's, 
I mean, I learned very quickly. Don't don't go. Don't even go into that dragon's lair. It's interesting, though, isn't that like to me? It's very fascinating. When I've said this before as well, of like I've got a chapter on this. Actually, it's titled "Women Supporting Women Is Bullshit," and the reason why I say that is because like all these women claim to be supporting women, but then they rip down people that don't agree with their exact opinions. And so when you really look at like the definition of feminism, for example, I'm like, this is not that you're so angry and you feel the need to project your anger onto somebody else that doesn't agree with you. And it's like, maybe you should figure out where that anger is coming from because from all my clients, that anger, when you, when you heal that anger and when you get rid of it, then you actually are able to figure out like, Oh, this is what I actually want as a woman. And it's so fascinating to me when COVID started, I have never had so many DMs. I did an episode on it or something or other. I've never had so many DMs of women being like, I've realized this year that I want to work less. I just want to like look after my kids, cook food at home, make a garden. And just like, I actually want to do less in my life. And it was like this opportunity for so many women to realize how stressed they were and like their true natural desires. And we haven't like, people think that it's like some made up social construct for women to like looking after kids. I'm like, no, actually it's biology and fucking hormones. And that cannot be swayed by, you know, a a political agenda. (laughs) Right. Look, I mean, th- this is instinctive. Exactly. You know, you, you, your desire to want to nurture and, and nourish and, and have little gardens on the veranda and, I don't know, pet your cat. <laughs> blink. I mean, they, these, these are things that make us all feel good. And, yeah. and that's what women do. You know, you, 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 we, we hunt, you gather. And, and that's just, look. Nothing wrong with that. I, I, there's nothing wrong and with that. that's the main it, thing. It, it's th- like, that's actually very exactly, good. Exactly. Like, we need both. We can't hunt. You guys can't gather as well as we can. Women, we, women can probably hunt just fine. Oh, but not for as long. They, they probably right, but can. not for as long as a period. But, like we'd burn out and we would have a fucking meltdown because our nervous systems can't deal with it. If we needed to, we could go and like kill a deer and feed it to our children. But we could, absolutely. but we couldn't do it for days on end. You guys could do it for days on end. If you guys needed to you know, hug your yeah. child, you could hug your child, but could, but would you feel fulfilled and could you do it for days on end? No. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's like, you don't have the hormonal profile for that. You guys have way too much testosterone yeah. and we have way too much estrogen and not enough testosterone in order to like, to hunt for the amount of time that you guys can hunt, for example. quick break in the episode to remind you about my amazing program that in my opinion every single woman should be doing be a lover not a mother if you want to ensure that you are not part of the group of women that emasculate men shame them rip them down and instead you want to be part of the women that lift men up that empower them and that make them feel like it is safe to be in their masculine and of course you want to be in your feminine as a woman then please make sure that you have joined be a lover not a mother or you are on the wait list you will know if it's open or closed based on what the website says because this program will absolutely change your life and your relationships 
It is really good for both platonic relationships and romantic relationships. It's good for your son, for your uncle, for your for your boss, for your lover. It doesn't matter who you're communicating with as a man. In my opinion, every single woman should do this because it is going to benefit her. It is going to make her feel safer to be in her feminine. It is going to help her to get rid of her wounds around men and her stories around men so that she can really let men lead because I know that you are craving that and you are desiring that. And this program is really, really going to help you get there. I am so proud of this program. I absolutely love it. And there is honestly nothing. I haven't seen anything else out there like this. So I highly recommend that you join if you're not already in. Here's a question. Yeah. Do you think that, look, I mean, you, you could argue that it's probably since the third, maybe the 40s mm-hmm. that, that feminism started to kind of take rise, you know, certainly gather momentum mm-hmm. and I feel as though it, it's a human or a social, uh, it's a social construct, Correct. you know, this is an instinctive, this is something where enough people have sort of said, well, hang on a second, I'm, I'm saying my husband and he's got all these benefits to his his uh, life that I'm not enjoying because I'm at home with right. the kids and, and maybe I want to go back to it. You know, so the, the, it, it, the, the, the snowball started to roll at that point. Now, and, and and there's a lot of good things that have come from it. You know, women have, have got more rights and, and, I mean, there was a time when women couldn't vote. Like, that's ridiculous, Correct. right? Like, we can all agree on that. We can all agree on that, yeah. Exactly. There's some fundamental things that seriously, I mean, how, how, how it ever existed that way, you think, my God, really? Like, my great-granddad went for that shit? Like, come on. Like, yeah. He, he, he suffers because women suffer in that instance right so uh and 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 you know the 50s and 60s and 70s these 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 ideas built more and more and that there was more enthusiasm for them and and men understood more so why women were feeling that the the way that they were and were and looking for a, a bigger piece of the pie and ultimately they they are getting that they've got it and and Maybe not everything they ever wanted, or maybe maybe not everything they ever should get. But and and, and I definitely believe in equality. Right. Um, but I feel like now that we've gotten to a point where you know we're sort of starting to, um, it's, we've reached a saturation point now. It's mm. like, look, I think we're at a point where look, let's start to understand that 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 we when we're not androgynous. There are men and women, right? There's right. a distinct difference between the two. I feel like society was somehow trying to push us all into the same kind of funnel and, and well, hang on, we're not going to fit down there because she's different to me. You know, I'm a guy, that's a woman. And I, I feel as though now the dust is almost settling, you know, and, and, mm. and, and, and you know, water will always find its place. You know, water always looks for the lowest possible point. And I feel like in a situation like this, societies tend to, you know, ideas within societies tend to find their ultimate uh, resting place. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and so the ideas that came with feminism that work and work well, I think those will stay. And the ones that mm-hmm. came along with it that they're just not going to work, I think they'll just fall away and, and they'll find their spot and that is that, that it's just not to be. So I feel like we're coming to a point now where, the, uh, you know, and, and, and there's a desperate uh, there's a desperation to hang on to every concept that that was. I know, ever. and it's oh, like, look, it's exhausting. yeah, the ones that work, that's great. Hang on to those. The others, they're clearly not. Let it go. And, <laughs> and your Clementine Fords, they want everything. They want it all right. and more. And it's like, and you honey, can't do it all. But you can't. It doesn't work. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't work. work. And like, that's not me being being anti-feminist. So that's not me being a woman hater. Calm down. Right. Like, right. 
It's just, it's not gonna work for you either. <laughs> you know? Quote that, like that could be a fucking quote. It's true though, it's true. If you haven't already bought your space for the men and money bundle, I would highly recommend to get on it because why do you want to miss a live wealth frequency healing and upgrade call from Paris plus a Q&A? So all the details are down below. This is not to be missed. All the details are on the website as well. Any questions, just let me know. So when you when we were talking about before like the difference it, differences that you noticed in cultures, can you share a little about a little bit about what you noticed in the difference in cultures yeah. when it came to like your fans and the feedback that you got from the show? Yeah, sure. Look, um, what's interesting the Europeans uh, and Americans actually mm. were were big fans of mine. Um, okay. Now I. I don't know if it's an Australian cultural thing. You know, you would be aware of the expression, the tall yeah. poppy syndrome. Where Oh, God. And it is true. I mean, I don't think it's just Australia. It's not just a unique to Australia, but, you know, where, where somebody does really well and then everybody that didn't do so well has to kind of cut them down, you know, like the tall right. poppy. Like they want to bring everyone down to about the same level. Um, of course, that's not possible in every case, but that, that's certainly that's what a lot of people try to do. There's just this jealousy, their own insecurities that, that you know, manifest as, as being trying to, to uh, detract from somebody else's mm-hmm. success. I found that a lot in Australia, whereas in England and the, the, the English, because, you know, got, there's four countries in the UK, England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales right. and Northern Ireland, I suppose, um, they, they are very direct. You know, they've got a very different sense of humour, as it were, yeah. and, and I think that often reflects their, their, uh, the way that they perceive life, actually, for right. that matter. And, um, and, and they were very welcoming of, of me and my direct nature and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there was way less judgement, way less criticism. Um, and Holland, in, in for that matter, uh, as well, the Dutch people are, right. are known to be very direct in their yeah. way that they communicate. And they are. You know, I spent time over there once upon a time okay. 20 years ago. And, and people are just very direct. It's just how yeah. they communicate. And so they're like, you know what, Mike, we think you're great. Um, New Zealand and Australia got my ass kicked. In America, I've got a lot of love mm. as well. And mm. now... You got to wonder as well if part of that is that there's a sense of ownership. Me being Australian, maybe the Australians felt more comfortable to to tear apart one of their own. And um, but having said that, look, I got a lot of love too. I got a yeah. lot of love, um, more love than hate. But it, it isn't it's funny like that, that that it's the hate that kind of that stays with you. You of know, you course. can read a hundred great comments, but there's one, and and that's the one you. Well, again, you don't want to feel like someone's misreading and manipulating your character when, like, your intention wasn't to do anything wrong, but they've perceived it as, like, you're some villain. Well, that's right. I mean, and there's nothing you can do about that either, by the way. People's opinion of you, it's not going to change if you... So, And and, and (laughs) we're talking, like, this is a heavily edited television show. This is is a show about love that's for entertainment. Mm. I mean, what you see is probably 60% of the truth you know they you say the words yes but the way that they change the chronology and remove the context and and yeah. add and uh, change things around that they can make it look however the heck they like and so mm. you are misrepresented mm. immediately and and there's nothing you can do about that you just got to accept it yeah, uh, yeah and so like you know that comment that i made like you said uh i, I and i did come out later on and, and i said oh well let's try and see what happens if i just 
back away from that and apologise for that comment. Um, and here's one for you. Interestingly, I've, I've got barely anyone, you know, um, to acknowledge the fact that I had uh, retracted that comment. And and to answer your earlier question, no, I meant that comment, but, but yeah. and, and to, to apologise for it was really just me trying to, I don't know, smooth it over. Um, but no one had anything to say at that point. No one cared. It was like the damage right. was done or that they're like, oh, he's just saying that because, you know, he's trying to, he's copped a lot of stick for it and, and doesn't want to have to hear that yeah. anymore and tries to make amends. But, and, and, you know, what? And, and that's what's led me to believe I literally don't care what people say. Which I and love. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things you've, the best life lessons that you can learn, don't worry about what people think about you because the, it, it means Amen. nothing. It it's yeah. really means nothing. It was Buddha that said, you know, he said your whole life is lived in between your ears, like mm. our whole life. You know, you can make yourself feel good. You can make yourself feel miserable just with the way you think. And why would you let somebody else's opinion of you affect how you feel? And I did. I let it affect how I feel. But then yeah. I saw myself doing that and thought, what am I doing this for? Like these are just trolls. These are people who either don't, they got no impact in my life. Um, they, they've, they've got really no effect on, on uh, my day-to-day. And so why would I let them? And honestly, literally overnight, I just stopped caring. And Which I gosh, love. I'm so glad. There's so much freedom in that, yeah. Yeah. Well, also, though, I always say that the way people react to something tells you so much more about them than you. So, like, you know, the Clementine Fords of the world, let's just say, like the way that she demonizes and pulls down people for their opinions says so much more about her and her character than it does about, like, you or I, for example. So last question, Mike, and I'll let you go is how do you think that, or if let's say, for example, this like fourth wave feminism like continues to go and men continue to get emasculated all the time and la, la, la. How do you think, pers- like um, in your opinion, this will affect future boys? Look, I... And I women, know. actually. I, I, and I, women. Couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Um, mm. All I do know is that men, young men, they need, they need role models. Leadership. You know, back, back when I was, you where, I, I, I'm like, where are the good men? Like besides like you leading, like I'm like so many of these male leaders are pushovers. They're not actually stand. Yeah. They're, they're trying to like suit everybody's needs. And like you see in politics, like these men are trying to like, you know, make sure that like everybody's happy with what they're doing instead of being like, what is truly right, even if it rocks the boat. Yes. And that's what I'm going to stand for. I tell you what, I'm the Florida, not Florida. Uh, yeah. The, the Florida governor. He's an example of a fucking man that is, Santos? yes, that is like, I yeah. fucking know what's right. I don't care how many feathers this ruffles. This is what I'm standing for. I'm like, that's a man. And so many men are just afraid. And we're losing that like powerful leadership. Yeah. Um, look, uh, I, I know DeSantos. Uh, I, I'm not a fan, in honesty. Okay. Um, but then again, you know, I'm, I'm a Democrat. Well, I'm, I'm Australian, mm-hmm. so I'm neither, am I? But I, I do tend to side with the the Democrats of the United States, but uh, look, strong male leadership, you know, uh, you know, it has to come with some amount of vulnerability to them. I and you, you can't always be right. You, you can, you can try your best, but you won't always be right. So you got to understand when uh, you have to listen to others mm-hmm. and, and, and be able to accept criticism and opinions that, that are constructive and, 
but you know if you've uh, if you've got sort of some strength of character and, and you know like I was saying they, these young men that they need to have role models men that that don't really take a backward step mm. but that have a good moral compass that that treat others respectfully and kindly and that are likable people I mean these are these are the sort of men that children young boys need to look up to I love that. um not not people not people pleasers that are trying to get somewhere politically or or you know you look at the media right the media is and, and it is generally controlled by women and beta males mm. okay and that's 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 what i've seen that, that's what i've seen that the opinions of of strong feminine feminist women and beta males seems to be sort of where where it's at if you oppose those, you are going to get destroyed. No. Uh, and 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 I'm telling you, the, the conversations I have with journalists and whatnot, and I'm just thinking, like, how are you not agreeing with what I'm saying? You know, because it doesn't align with the, the status quo. And if you step out even just a little bit, you know, the the, the nail that sticks out gets hammered, right? Right. And they they there's just this narrative within media that that. And, and media has a huge effect on children mm-hmm. and people in general. You know, they see what what's expected of them, and they try they believe and it. conform to right. that. And it, and 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 there's just not a lot of strong men and, and male opinions in there because often those are a little jarring, um, but they're necessary at times. And so that's where a Mike Gunner character comes along and says some stuff on maths, and the whole world's like, "This guy's." <laughs> What's his problem? You know what? The amount of times I've wanted to, and I wouldn't, but like the amount of times I wanted to just go on one of those shows, like The Bachelor or some shit, and just ruffle up feathers and bring in my like, let men be men, let women be women stuff just to like prove a fucking point is hilarious. But I I think also with the media yeah. stuff, it's not even just like that you need um, men that, you know, like have your opinions and my opinions. It's just allowing people to have different opinions and encouraging people to respect that, encouraging people to be open to hearing about it and not like sticking to like, well, this is what I grew up believing and this is what I've been brainwashed to believe. So therefore I have to believe this. Um, and like the, like, even as an example, the amount of people that it's so funny, I love these, I love these cases where people would listen to my podcast, be like, fuck this bitch. She's crazy. What is she talking about? Then something would happen in like the dating life and be like, okay, let me listen to Monica again. Listen to it. Be like, fuck, she's right. Start implementing it. Their whole life changes. And I'm like, huh, interesting. And it's all you need is a little bit of like open-mindedness to be like, maybe I'm not right. Maybe there's another way. And I'm sure you can agree with me, Mike, and that like we're not sitting here saying that we're perfect and that our opinions are like the right way. I believe that no one's right, no one's wrong. And everyone just needs to have an open mind, but tune into what feels yep. what feels right. And like you can't tell me all these angry women running around that feels really right to them to be living like that. Right. Look. Absolutely. You know, they'll try it for a while, um, but they'll always come back to what works. Right. And, uh, and, and, and if, it, if, if it ain't broke, don't try and fix it. God put us on this earth and created us exactly. slightly differently. Just embrace that, enjoy it, and uh, live and let live, for goodness sake. I love it. Thank you so much, Mike, for your time. I really appreciate it. Are there any last words that you want to, like, tell the listeners or anything? Hmm. No, just keep uh, Ukraine in your thoughts, yeah. I think. Yeah, definitely. It's really, yeah, I'm like, when be is, kind to one another. Yeah, like, can we, can the world just like chill? Can we just go and pause for a second? <laughs> right. 
You know what I mean? Hey, now there's a leader, by the way, that's Zelensky. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. That's a fucking need, leader. The world needs more of him. Exactly. Amen to that. I think we can end on that note. Great note to end on. Love it. It's great to meet you, Monica. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate your time and your energy and everything that you've been saying. Thanks, Mike. Have a lovely day. All the very best. See you later, Monica. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, I hope that you guys absolutely love that episode with Mike. Please make sure that you obviously tag Mike and I when you share it on your stories. I had the best time talking to him. I got so fired up. I just absolutely loved hearing everything he had to say and talking to somebody else that's as passionate about this as I am. Um, so yeah, thank you, Mike, for being on the podcast. You can check out links XYZ below. I'm also going to have Ebony um, link the episode that we referenced in the show notes below so you guys can click on it if you want to see it as well um, because that might help give context anyway like i said in the beginning of the episode i am launching my men and money bundle so if you are interested in joining please make sure that you are keeping a look at it on, on instagram for all of the details but essentially it is combining mmm level two magic money manifestation level two and be a love and not a mother together along with a new masterclass. it's really a healing session and a q a combined um, it's a wealth healing and frequency upgrade call that you you can also join. So if you have access already to MM level two or be allowed on a mother, you can just buy access to the other two if you want to separately. Um, otherwise, um, you can buy them all together as a savings, obviously, if you get the bundle together. And the reason why I made this was because our relationship with love and money and receivership and being led is the same energy. So by hitting this all at all different angles, you can really receive the best results. And as, as I said in the beginning, women do hold a lot of wounds about having it all. We think that if we have the money, we won't also be able to have a delicious relationship with a man while we're in our feminine and everything is just fucking sexy and delicious and healthy. We think that the more we call into our lives, the more our relationship will suffer. That's obviously not the truth and the truth is that in order for us to receive more money more success more friendships more travel opportunities etc we need to have a healthy relationship with the masculine and without feeling safe to receive from the masculine and men we cannot receive our manifestations to the highest amount so we're really allowing in this program i'm really allowing you guys to be in the energy of we get to have it all and by being in a collective group for the healing call that's a part of this bundle, I mean, you are going to seriously quantum leap just from the energy of that call plus the energy of Paris. And if you don't quite understand this, it's like when you're on, because we're all connected, when we're on a Zoom call, even though you're like, oh, it's through Zoom, how am I getting Paris energy? How it's happening is that because we are all one, right? That is just the law of oneness. I am in Paris, so I am getting the Paris energy. Then you are in my energy by being on the Zoom call, right? So therefore, you are getting you are getting that Paris energy through me, and I will be giving you guys the Paris energy, the Paris downloads, the Paris codes. Because with Italy and Paris, because um, remember, I don't know where I'm going in Italy for this call. It's a surprise. Um, with Italy and Paris, they are they have some serious rom romance and wealth codes. So code is just like. Um, an energy, a nugget, like you input the code and then um, you get an output. So you input the code of wealth and romance from Paris and therefore you feel X, Y, and Z. Like we all feel just in love with life when we're in Paris, right? That's the romantic code that like lies in the Paris energy. So you guys are going to get that by being on these calls. 
um, which is obviously going to allow you to call in the man, to understand men better, to receive everything that I'm saying, to be able to contemplate through your manifestations, X, Y, and Z. So if you want to learn how to understand men better, to communicate with men, to not feel like you're in a head fuck all the time, both in platonic relationships and in romantic relationships, be a love and not a mother is where it's at. And I will also say that um, if you did the embodiment of dating, Be A Love and Not A Mother is really, really complementary to that. There is um, one of the last modules that does dive into the differences, like the biological differences of how men and women date. It's more touching on biology um, and that understanding men and how not emasculate, whereas the embodiment of dating that we just did, um, and you can get on the wait list if you missed out, the embodiment of dating that we just did was more about you embodying a certain energy to get the best results from dating so they are different and they complement each other really really well and then mmm level two is separate to mmm level one and it is additional to queen alchemy to baba to any of my other programs that you've done there is no crossover between mmm level two and any programs and there is no crossover between be a love and not a mother and any program so if you've done queen alchemy you can still do be a love and not a mother it's going to add to what you did learn from men um, with queen alchemy it is not going to be the same there was so much more content in Be Love and Not a Mother about men and masculinity and not emasculating men and communicating with them than there is in um, Queen Alchemy. So just a little note on those things. Just keep a lookout for your emails. If you're on my email list, you'll be getting emails with all of the breakdown so that you fully understand what's happening and what's going on. And please just obviously note if you have any questions um, just to shoot me an email, uh, please just be mindful of obviously there can be a little bit of a delay in my response time, we are traveling the end of next week. So there will be a little bit of a delay with us flying to um, Europe and just, you know, time differences slash jet lag slash maybe exhausted and also wanting to settle into Greece and receive the delicious Greece energy. I'm so excited. I've never been to the Greek islands before, so I'm very excited to go. Um, and obviously, as you guys know, if you listen to some of my recent episodes, I fired everybody on my team um, besides actually my podcast. Editor. So whilst I am in the process of looking to rehire, um, I'm doing so slowly and very, very carefully. I think I'm in need of like a OBM, um, which I've actually never had before, but someone that's really fucking good with like processes, systems, all that kind of stuff. I'm still thinking about it. Um, we're having some changes happening behind the scenes and all for the better. Like when these changes fucking step into place oh my god there's gonna be an up level anyway so all i'm saying is just um i'm the one replying to all the emails right now along with doing literally everything else so just be mindful of response times and i may um be sending out kind of like a copy and paste template for a lot of the faqs that you guys send so just be um patient with that and compassionate with the fact that i really um do not have that much time to be sending super custom emails to uh, questions that are coming in about the bundle. So just be cool with that, guys. Um, it's just temporary whilst I make sure that my next hire is absolutely perfect and that the business is continuing to grow and evolve in a really um, grounded, delicious way that feels really in alignment for me. So without further ado, that was a really fucking long ending, but I needed it to happen. Um, please enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. If you're in America, enjoy Memorial Day. I am leaving my... I'm leaving my New York apartment tomorrow. Some of you guys have listened to this, like the day that I'm leaving. I'm leaving on Friday, the 27th of May. It is the end of an era and the beginning of a very, very new one. And I'm going to do an episode about this whole journey 
um, as well. So keep a lookout because I have been moving through the feels. Last Saturday, I cried for pretty much the whole day. Um, and we don't really even know why. We do know why. But anyway, that's an episode for another time. So yeah, if you want to keep in the loop with everything, just make sure that you are tuning into my Instagram stories and that you're checking your emails um, as I send everything through email and on my Instagram stories. If you don't want to miss all of the juicy details that you can be in my programs and courses to continue to grow yourself and evolve and live your best working life. Have a lovely day, everybody. If you haven't left a podcast review, please do so. Um, And make sure that you tag Mike and I in your Instagram stories as you share this.